bienvenido a la conversación de la escena. Se más cinco, somos Tim y Jesse. ¿Cómo estás, Tim? I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm really good. That was painful. <laughs> this was very painful. Clearly, I don't speak Spanish. That was really painful. Yeah. I love the way that you rolled your R's. Just did he though? <laughs> no, he did not at all. Not one bit. Like, like, no, it was very white, very yeah. white, very, very much. Well, so. as uh, as Jesse or Essie Hesse Hesse Hesse, whatever. As Jesse just said, welcome to Cutscene Conversations, episode five. Episode and today five, we yeah. are joined with Pastor Wade Wellborn. Hey guys, super excited to be here today. I'm I'm uh I'm interested in what y'all are going to ask me. So, uh, anyways. <laughs> okay, so uh, first things first, we're going to go ahead and get a couple of our regular things out of the way. Okay. Um, Jesse, I believe you have some random facts. I do, I do. First one for the week. Here we go. This one's interesting. Your nostrils work one at a time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, everybody's like, how? That's what, I'm just reading what the fact okay. says. Okay, understandable. Right? Okay. Look, but everyone just sniffed. I don't know anybody. Yeah, everyone you know, was like, yeah, that's Wait, like the state. Is that true? That's like the state thing you did to right. us. Oh yeah, that was rough. All right, here, here's the next one. This one, I found this one humorous. The first person convicted of speeding was going eight miles an hour. <laughs> Legit, <laughs> right? It slowed down there. I Sonny. think I can run faster than that. <laughs> I, I can definitely sprint for a very short amount of time faster than that. <laughs> right on. Uh, oh, this one. This one's really interesting. Uh, the real name for a hashtag is an octothorpe. You were talking about that yeah. last week. Yeah, it was interesting. Yeah, that's fantastic. An, an, right? An octothorpe. octothorpe. So is that like... It's just eight points, octo, right? And then whatever thorpe. I wish they would have kept that. Right, yeah. You know? Yeah. It's I mean, because you got pound. It's pound. Hashtag. Shift three. Octothorpe. Like, that's what it is. It's shift three. That's like, you know, a Decepticon. <laughs> right? <laughs> yes, very much so. Now here comes octothorpe. <laughs> <laughs> Watch out. He'll get you trending. Um... So with to that, to enslave or whatever the <laughs> line is from the Decepticons. I don't Good job. It. Good job. Yeah, that's the way it is. So I, uh, I do a dad joke of the week. Okay. Oh no. So this week I have a question. What country's capital is growing the fastest? Bahrain. <laughs> don't look at me. I don't want to. It's Ireland. <sighs> Why? Every day is Dublin. Oh. Gosh. Oh gosh! Yes. Every, oh my god! You said you said dad joke. I should have thought harder on that. Right? Yeah. Or uh, not thought? Or not thought? Yeah. Not thought. That's really dad jokes. I'm, I'm definitely gonna bring that one to work tomorrow. Oh, 100 percent. Definitely. There's a couple of people that I'd love telling these jokes to because they get like a visceral, physical reaction to it, and they're like, "Why do you do this to me?" I love that reaction. Yeah. So uh, as we stated before, we're here with Pastor Wade Wellborn. Uh, Pastor Wade, what's up? Tell us a little bit about yourself, man. Uh, so I was born and raised in Mississippi, uh, Mississippi boy down from the Jackson, Mississippi area, uh, graduated high school in 2014. Uh, got my first job at a church right out of, uh, high school. I was a, 
uh, youth worship leader while going to uh, college and worked there for two years, moved to a different church my soft, into my sophomore year, uh, worked there through college, graduated in 2018 from Ole Miss, yeah. uh, hotty toddy. Hotty toddy. Uh, and and then in 2019, I made my way up to uh, September 29th, 2019, uh, which is actually Whitney Flockhart's birthday. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, that's yeah, cool. that was my first day <laughs> here. No uh, yeah, I know, right? No pressure. I came now, up here and... Was that your first day at 901 Church as a visitor or first day at 901 Church? As the worship leader. As the worship leader. Yes, oh. 100%. Yeah, and then I... Because uh, I came here about a month previous to that and interviewed with Pastor Stevie and uh, got to meet the team, the people that were here. And I've been here three years. Yeah, you have. Uh, that. Yeah, three years I've been in, at 901. Wow. And so uh, I was ordained last year, last January. Yes, mm-hmm. last January mm-hmm. I was ordained. Um, and now uh, I've taken on the role as worship pastor instead of just worship leader. So. That's right. Absolutely. That's awesome. kind of a little bit about myself, I guess. Awesome. He's not just a song leader. No. Amen. I'm a song pastor. Song pastor. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, I, I got, you're, you're pointing at me, Tim. Yeah, so uh, generally we come up with some of these questions like, uh, what's your favorite book? Oh, 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 yeah, that was oh. one we talked about, wasn't it? Oh, hey, uh, I got a question for you, Pastor yeah. Wade. Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, I'm really you, enthralled. We asked uh, our previous guest, you know, his favorite movie. We we're going to change it up a little movie? bit. What's your favorite book, if you had to say your favorite? Oh. And, don't, and don't, if you say the Bible as a pastor. No, I won't say the Bible. It, I mean, it is my favorite book, but book or book series. Actually, my favorite book is Love Does by Bob Goff. Okay. If you haven't read it, highly suggest. I'll actually go back and read it probably once a year. Oh, wow. Um, just because it's one of the most easy reads, mm-hmm. but it's encouraging, uplifting his stories about how the Lord uses his life. It's insane, man. It's like one of those books that you read and you're like, I can do anything! <laughs> I believe it! Uh, so, yeah. it's Love Does is probably my favorite. He's got four books out, Bob does, um, but Love Does has a special place in my heart. I read it in a really cool season, and I've kind of ventured back to it here and there. So, All right, the counter to that would be, what, what's been your least favorite book that's like, I'm going to read this, Ooh. and I'm going to finish it? And, and we're not talking high school Huck Finn stuff. We're talking someone recommended you a book, that's a good and question. you tried to read it, or you read it, and you're like, I didn't get anything from this. My least favorite book that I didn't get anything from. This is actually a much harder question because most of the time, the books that I read, if I don't like it, I just put it down. I don't ever finish it. Right. You know? Um, man. Uh, da, 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 da. I would say my least favorite book I've read. Dang, I, don't, I can't think of one that I just didn't like. Um. Okay, can I give you one from high school? Because there was one book I just hated in high school. Sure. sure yeah, it was sure. called All Creatures Great and Small. And it's a great, I think it's a great, my mom loved it. I have no my idea mom loved the book. Is. And it was about this dude who was a uh, veterinarian in like the Irish mm-hmm. country. And mm-hmm. it was, gave like 
in-depth detail about cow birth and stuff oh, like that. Fun. It was terrible. <laughs> but we had to read. It was like 400 pages, too. And I'm like in 10th grade reading this book. I'm like, how is this a summer reading book that you guys chose for us? Right. It was terrible, man. You'll that be was- entertained reading this one, children. If my mom ever hears this, I'm sorry. It just wasn't my favorite book. She she knows that, but she loved it. So right. Well, we'll send this podcast directly to her. Directly. Please do. Yeah, you're yes. Welcome. Sorry, mom. So uh, currently, my my two favorite books that I am going through, and I gotta say they're my favorite because I'm in a season of change right now. I'm in a season of accepting words. Yeah. Into my life. Come on. I am. Uh, I'm going through. Atomic Habits. Shout out to Cole for classic recommending mm-hmm. that one to me. It's an amazing book. I believe yep. I gave Jesse a copy mm-hmm. of it. Um, and I am going through Never Split. <coughs> excuse me, Never Split the Difference, hmm. which is a negotiation. Uh, a, a man I can't remember his name. Forgive me, but um, he has spent his entire career being a hostage negotiator. Wow, that's cool. And, and he breaks down how he uses what he uses and how to apply it to your everyday life. Yeah. So it's, it's both of those books are mind blowingly awesome. You know, that's one thing about me that if anybody ever recommends a book, I immediately purchase it. If I trust you as like a person in my life that like, mm-hmm. I just immediately will purchase a book if somebody and put it on myself and I'm, I'll usually get to it. I'm going to hurt you then. I recommend never split the difference. Okay. I do. I'll get both of them. I'm about to go on Amazon, and I'm about to buy both of the books you just said. Well, I have another copy of Atomic Habits at the house. If you want to give it to me, I'm totally fine to take it. It's yours. Absolutely. Awesome. I'm honored. Thank you. I think my my best and favorite literary achievement that I've done is I've read all six of Frank Herbert's Dune series. All six books. Oh, nope. I have not. Uh, done Dune? That. All Dune. six of yeah, Frank it's like Herbert's started, Dune. What was that? What was the first Fantastic. publication? Like, oh, sixties? Well, it was late. It was it's uh and the first three books were uh easy reads. Uh the fourth one was was is like, okay, this is and then the five and six it's like I'm just reading this because I want to <laughs> check this off and say I've completed it. But absolutely it was a fantastic series. It's uh probably if I think back to it I was working nights, so I, like I literally remember working and being like, "Man, I can't wait for break. I'm gonna go back into this world, right?" And mm. it was it was an escape because it was yeah. You're working nights and it's miserable, uh, but yeah, I remember going, "Oh man, let's see what you know Duke Leto Atreides is doing, right?" And That's kind of cool. I've never read fiction. What on purpose? Oh man, it's, yeah. I'm a nonfiction guy. I am so up until recently, I've been a like hard fantasy yeah. mm-hmm. fiction guy. I mean, uh, Brandon Sanderson has like 1,400 page books, mm. uh, especially in the Stormlight Archive, and he's got another one coming out soon. Yeah, and I am up to date and have read them multiple <laughs> times. <laughs> That's great. Um, yeah. So, so I, I, I grew up in that fantasy world of reading mm. books. And I wanted to share something with both of you. Uh, reading a book is looking at a dead tree and hallucinating. Oh, gosh. It is. That's a really good way to think about it. I wouldn't say it's hallucinating. I would say you're having a vivid imagination. I've had so many dead trees impact <laughs> my life. Right? So many in, more than I thought. In a good way. Yeah, in a great way. Yeah. Yeah. One was a pencil. <laughs> mm. Math. 
Math. Geometry. Well, gee, I'm a tree. <laughs> gee, I'm a tree. I remember that joke. Yeah, that one was great. That's a good dad one. Write that down for next week. <laughs> so, Got him. now that we have gotten the intellectual out Yeah, there, absolutely. You're, you're welcome. Highly yes. intellectual. Uh, I believe it's time to jump in. Come on. Bring it. So, I'm going to start with an easy one. Okay. A, a more recent thing. Okay. Uh, so, I heard that you have an aversion to spiders. Oh, oh, are you talking about my recent killings? <laughs> yes, and yes. and the collateral damage caused. Yes. I have a question. Okay. How many windows have you broken? Three. Three windows? Okay, and, one and was on. because of a spider. In the course of how long? Probably two months. Dang. Okay, so my house was built in like 1917, and these windows have been there since then. <laughs> I'm telling you, if a wind blows too hard, it's going to break the windows. But it was my fault. So the way it blew too the hard. The way blew too hard. It, he, so the first time I broke a window, I was. Uh, so we live in this massive field, and they had just hate it. And so it's in the middle of the summer. They've just hate this field. Well, where do all the spiders go? To Wade's house. <laughs> I'm not kidding, guys. When I tell you I had probably 10 to 12, not just small baby spiders in my house. These are the big boy wolf spiders. Oh, my goodness. Like, like, like as big as a quarter. Like, their body's as big as a quarter, oh, and their no. legs, they're just, uh, they're not bad, and they don't no, hurt wolf you. wolf spiders are great. Wolf spiders are actually great, and you should keep them in your home if you really want to have a creepy house, but protected <laughs> from, like, roaches and stuff. Exactly. Um, but I didn't know that they were good. I was just scared of them. And so when I saw a quarter-sized spider body, that means the legs, I mean, were massive. Right. On my, it was 6 a.m. on a Sunday morning. I was walking out of my house, and I got these side lights at my front door, and there's this massive spider sitting there. So I go, oh, I'm going to protect my family, my wife, and I'm going to kill this spider. Well, then I swung through it. <laughs> And busted the side light window out. I mean, I mean, if anything it. said, you were definitely trained in baseball because I you was. swing through. Bro, I did. Yeah. And and there's still a stain on the curtain from it. So nice. You can see where it happened. Um, the other two windows, we actually had a mild wasp infestation, mm. and I had like 30 in my house at the same time. And so that was when the damage was done to the other two windows. <laughs> I just so, pictured like G.I. So, Joe, Pastor Wade, like rolling through his house with like flip flops, you know, like no, slapping away. Put one in his mouth like Rambo as he comes up over the sofa. It was the scariest moment. I'm like, why is there so many wasps in my house? So, cool story. I'm allergic to wasps. Good. I don't know if I'm. I've never been good. stung. Right. He said so, good. Um, Ooh, sorry. We had a small infestation of wasps recently. And being someone that's been stung, knows they're allergic, yeah, uh, and not and doesn't have a can of Raid laying around, which I suggest you. I buy. have six. I yes. went and bought six from Walmart the <laughs> other day, and I went outside and just killed them. It was awesome. It was so a great time. I had the only aerosol can next to me. There were two. Uh, one was uh, uh, a can of air, you know, classic. Of, right, wasn't gonna work. No, that doesn't help at all. The other was WD forty. Uh, you've got a better shot with that. WD-40 is oil-based. Mm -hmm. 
and it makes it to where wasps can't fly because it's too heavy. So I would shoot them out of the air and then step on them. Nice. And one time, uh, I got this big one. It was flying. It was like buzzing my face, and I got it. And when it fell, it fell right next to my 35-pound dumbbell. (laughs) And with a victorious scream, I yelled as I smashed it. Yeah. It felt great. I bet that was a fantastic moment for you. Very primal. Yeah. And that's how I felt killing all the wasps in my house. Um, Very primal. And then idiotic afterwards when my wife 100%. I was like, why don't you just get the vacuum out? And I'm like, why don't you think on the fly? <laughs> and then you freaked out because you said fly, and you're like, and where is I was like, it? where is it? Uh, yeah. yeah, that was a terrible time. Okay. Now, this next question isn't so much a question as just two words put together. Okay. Diaper bar. Oh, man. The diaper bar. Shout out to my old roommate, Brett Prather, who came up with this fantastic idea. So in college... Um, you know, we weren't very popular, but we all had a great time. It was me and like, I mean, we had a lot of, we had actually awesome friend group, but, uh, we didn't go out to the bars really ever. We just kind of hung out and stuff. Right. And one night we, uh, we were just talking and there was this, uh, it was bar that was going out of business. And so Brett was like, dude, I've got this great idea. I was like, lay it on me, you know? And he said, how about this? We open up our own bar and call it the diaper bar. And our slogan will be, where is the bathroom? <laughs> and then it'll be, uh, you're wearing it. <laughs> and so we won't invest into the bathroom. You'll just walk in, grab a diaper, and then party for the rest of the evening in your diaper. That yep. was the idea. They it might- really never took off the ground, but you can follow the diaper bar on Instagram. It is an no, actual account. Absolutely. No, you, oh you can go gosh. look it up. They might show up. They might not. Depends. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jesse. We need That's that. actually fantastic. <laughs> Yeah, so Diaper Bar was probably one of the, our most genius ideas that we had in uh, in college. I had a couple others, but Diaper Bar is pretty good. Okay. All right, so uh, you've done uh, youth leading and music ministry. Yeah. And you've done youth music ministry. Correct. Uh, has there ever been a time that... You were you were doing it. And you just weren't feeling it. So many times. And was there a time that it got the better of you? Multiple times. And is there a time that you addressed the youth and you said, "You guys suck." Let me explain. <laughs> <laughs> so it was at my last job, and uh, I was l- leading worships. A strong word. Um, I was playing music mm-hmm. out in this field, um, <laughs> and we had done this. I'm not kidding, guys. It was 110 degrees outside. We had done this huge, big event thing outside, and and like probably 150 kids were there, and everybody was hot. Nobody was having a good time, and especially me. And then I got cranky, and then at one point in time, I was trying to get them to do something to give me some reaction, and they just stonewalled me and stared at me. And then I just said, you guys suck. (laughs) I do not suggest this as a leader of any sorts. Um, It doesn't work, and none of those students really ended up liking me very much. 
Um, so I ended up mending some relationships mm-hmm. with them, but that was a pretty low point in my life. Um, yeah, that was a couple, uh, that was a long time ago and it, <laughs> it did not turn out super well for me. Let's just say I got some super heavy reprimanding after that. Oh, I bet. Yeah, it was super bad. Right. But, but again, we're, we're combined total of our experiences, right? Negative and positive and you know, you've grown, you've learned, you've become. Absolutely. Had to. Mm-hmm. That was uh, well, that was a very, I feel like f- failure is one of the best teachers if you mm-hmm. allow it to be. Right. And <laughs> if, and if, you're, if you're really good, you can watch other people's failures. And then don't replicate it. And then don't replicate it. But you know what's the worst thing, too, is that, like, you'll be like, I'm not going to do that. And then, like, two months later, you your do boy's it. doing that doing and it. failing exactly like he did. And you go... Dang, man. Sounds like Paul. The things I want to do. Yeah, Romans 7. I don't. Yep. The yeah, things. Classic. I don't want to do. Here I am. Here I am. Calling doing, kids. Man, that's the most relatable verse in the whole Bible. Oh, yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> really is. Yep. So I have another question. Do you know uh, different relationships have different names? Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Brad and Angelina is. Brangelina. Brangelina. Right. Yeah. You pointed me like I'm no pop culture. Yeah, clearly. I'm like, um, I, literally the stuff. only one that could come to my mind was Brangelina. Yeah, that's a good one. What, yep. would, what would Tim and, and Jennifer be? It's really easy. It's Tim or Jim. Timifer. Timifer. I Timifer's love really Timifer. Timifer's hard. Or Jimothy. Jimothy would go in. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So what about Clade? <sighs> High school, man. Clade was the that's yeah, a bad that was a bad time. Um, I know that only one person told you about this. Uh, so I mean, for me, uh, it was one of those things where you know don't really know this girl, but she Snapchats me all the time, wants to hang out with me all the time, and then makes up a cute pet name for us. And oh, without your consent. Yeah, without my consent. Oh. She kind of like dubbed us something, and then I oh. was like, okay, uh, this is... And then we kind of stopped talking pretty shortly after that. that. So that's that's like that immediate, like, red flag, red flag right, alert. Right, that is, yeah. that is bad. I mean, you got to say, high school way did enjoy attention. Right. Well, so, I mean, what man doesn't enjoy attention? Yeah. So, I mean... Up until that point in time, it was pretty okay. She named us this weird couple name, and then I was like, maybe we're not supposed to be together. Some people are often in the same book, but on the wrong page. Golly, right? Clade is terrible. So, that's, ter- that's the worst. So you, you have the general, general same idea of what's going on. Yeah. It sounds like y'all were in different libraries. Hundred percent, we were. Yeah, yeah, different. Not yeah, not even different genres. Different libraries, uh, and different genres. I guess you right. could yeah. say. Yeah, different kind language. Of. She was reading it. Clade means we're forever. And Wait, I was or, reading. Holy uh, crap! The writing's on the wall. Get out of here. <laughs> run, run, and don't turn around. So yes. we'll turn to a pillar of salt. <laughs> we've we've hit the end of our interview, and I want to give you a a moment to speak about you've you've mentioned her a couple times okay you've you've alluded that you are married i am married uh would you like to talk about your wife 
Absolutely. My wife is one of the most wonderful, beautiful people of all time. We got married a year ago, and man, I think that she is the best thing that's ever happened to me because uh, I'm kind of insane. I'm kind of uh, all over the place, and she is the one who's grounded, tells me um, what I should and shouldn't Mm do, um, helps me. I'm honestly, she's helped me grow spiritually more than anybody else. <laughs> you know, that's awesome. it's one of those things where she pushes me mm-hmm. so hard, uh, that I'm able to, uh, I guess, lead the home like I should, yep. you know, she's just awesome. My wife's great. Maddie, you're the best. Love you. That is awesome. Yeah. Well, I think that wraps us up for the week. Yep. Thank you again, Pastor Wade Wellborn, for joining us. Appreciate you you spending time with us. And for those listening, that is Pastor Wade Wellborn of 901 Church in Memphis, Tennessee, or the 901 area of Tennessee. Um, For Cutscene Conversations, I'm Tim. This is Jesse. And I'm Wade. Good night.